Hewler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? High noon on a Monday afternoon. That can only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the electric factory. For the next two hours here on your 24-7, home of the black and gold, Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes. Betwixt the two of us, mm-hmm. we have a decade of NFL experience and a really good head of hair. It's up to you to figure out the rest. Oh, you, you left something out again, though, bro. Uh, knuckleheads. You left something out. Not only... Do we have a decade of interval experience between the both of us? Mm-hmm. A really good hair of head mm-hmm. between both mm-hmm. of us. Check, check. But we also still waiting to see these steals go 11-0 between the <laughs> both of us. We've been waiting since last week. Been waiting since this weekend. Now we're waiting again today. Yeah. It's, yeah oh, and, 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 and you know ESPN, what? NFL Council's Ravens Monday practice. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just still waiting, I, man. I, I do want to say this right off That's the start. That's between sp- the both of us as well. Right. <laughs> I, I do want to say this right at the start. There is a chance that before we get off air today, <laughs> everything that we're saying right now is null and void. Yeah. I mean, there's a chance, <laughs> like what happened on Wednesday, like what we all thought heading into the oh, weekend. Oh, man. All that we know for sure is that we don't know. We think there's going to be a football game tomorrow night, likely in the snow at 8 o'clock at Heinz Field in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. But Arthur Motes, yeah. this could still all change. We are monitoring changes. Obviously, if we get any breaking news over the next two hours, we will let you know. Uh, you can get at us. You can chime in on the conversation. If you see a breaking <laughs> news tweet, uh, tweet it at us as well, too. Help us out here as we're kind of uh, one eye on the show, one eye on Twitter as we wait final word about the game tomorrow night. and uh, Maybe not even final word. Maybe right. just the next twist and turn in all of this. But Arthur Motes, people can chime in at Wesley Euler at the body 52 <laughs> Nobody. What's going on, Mouty? <laughs> man, I, I told you, man. I'm over here just trying to figure out what, what my plan is, what my schedule is for the week. Thought we was going to have this game played last Thursday. Yep. Shout out to Brian Backo. He called it. He moved, did. Game got moved to Sunday. Then it was like, all right, that's his cool. first. That's his first good prediction in a long yeah, time. You're right. About the only one I like from him so far. <laughs> then, then, he, then we predicted Sunday. Then the game got moved from Sunday. So now we're sitting at a Tuesday. But as it stands right now, there's the Ravens in particular are nine days of consecutive positive COVID tests. Now, I've already told you that uh, ESPN just reported that they're not going to have practice today at all. They canceled that. Mm-hmm. We were even saying that they were waiting to get into the, to the facility at 5 p.m. today. Correct. And typically, <laughs> which is huge because typically for away games, you travel the day before. So typically... They'd normally be leaving around would be, 5 yeah. o'clock. Or, no, no, no. You would, you would be leaving before that. You would typically like to get into get where you're playing yeah. at around 5, 5.30. So you can drop your stuff, get Absolutely. dinner, get And then you have your meetings, yeah. get your get your body on schedule. But the fact that they're not leaving until tomorrow morning to play tomorrow night is already crazy to me, man. Yeah. But, we're, we, I mean, right now, we're, we're still just sitting with our fingers crossed that there won't be another positive test, but... Like I said, it's been nine days so far in a row of positive tests, not just contact tracing, which is huge. Because if it was just the contact tracing, once you find where that stemmed from, you can, you know, do your little skeleton, your, right. your, your web off of it, and then you're like, okay, we got everybody, we're contained. But every time it's a new positive, 
you have to reset that process and do a whole new start for your contact tracing to see, okay, well, who has this new person been around? Okay, well, this player was on practice squad. Okay, well, which other practice squad guys was he around? Right, right. This guy plays this position. Which guys was he around? Who did oh, he have lunch with? Right, this coach was doing this. So what coach? Yep. Who was he around? Yep. So it's a lot that that is going into this thing and why it's been so fluid and why we've seen the game move twice so far. Hopefully, it can get played tomorrow night. But right now, I mean, yeah, I still have my doubts with that, man. As it, it, crazy as it sounds. Yeah, no, uh, I'm with you. I think if you didn't at least admit that, right, you'd be kidding yourself at this point. I mean, we we everyone's standing by here. The NFL didn't tell the Ravens that they weren't allowed into their facility today until 5 o'clock in the name of fairness, right? right? Like, it wasn't like, all right, Baltimore, you know, you've really caused some problems for the Steelers, so we're going to not let you into the facility until 5 o'clock. We're going to make this fair. Like, no, that, that's a health concern. That's yes, the reason why, doubt, obviously, why they're not allowed – into the facility today until five o'clock. Moats, you know, you know what they say happens when you assume. You always get the right answer. <laughs> um, but you, <laughs> I, I think it's safe to assume that the NFL is waiting. I mean, like they're waiting on news. Yeah, you wait on more tests. They're they, waiting on more tests. They're waiting on results. From our understanding, the test results today will be from tests that they took yesterday. From Correct. my understanding, it's always a day later. So that's, I mean, why you got to wait for so long. Mm-hmm. Now, that, that 5 o'clock window, I think that will – is something dealing with the timetable from when they tested the guys versus the period of which they would be able to get the results back, I'm assuming. So that's why it's 5 o'clock. But it's crazy, man. It is a crazy is. scenario. But either way, this whole situation has benefited the Steelers largely, though. Um, from my personal opinion, I don't care about the game being moved to Tuesday. You only have a five days prepared for the Washington football team. And we were talking about this particular stretch of games – a week ago, we were saying Baltimore, the Colts, and the Bills are going to be your toughest three matches out of that. And more importantly, we knew this Ravens one because it was going to be on a short week. It was going to be extremely tough because we already beat them. Their backs against the wall. They were coming off a drop in another game. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, with them having 23 players out, this game changes drastically. Yeah. Now this becomes a let's get back on schedule with our running attack and let's stay healthy, get some of these backups in type scenario, man. that That's the vibe that I get due to the the circumstances, man. And I feel like that helps the Steelers out in a major way because if you were going to play this Ravens team healthy, I think it's a different ball game, very similar to what we saw the first time where they jumped out on us and had a nice lead. We came back and then we ended up, you know, winning it on defense at the end. And I feel like people forgot how close of a game and how tight of a game it was. Now we don't have that scenario. Now this is a huge benefit, man. When you talk about a team that's not going to have their starting quarterback, two of their starting running backs, starting receivers, offensive linemen, defense, man, they don't even have their long snapper. When you talk about that many critical people out and not having the luxury of being able to go through free agency or other people's practice squads and sign players as right. well. You can't just nab somebody yeah, for the weekend. That, that makes it that much uh, more uh, – it makes it more of an advantage for the Steelers in, in a large way. And that's why, to me, I'm just like, as much as we complained about this game being moved in the long run, man, this helped us more than any other team out right now, man. You know, this Cam is, Hayward this actually is big. talked about that yesterday. Yeah. How he's enjoyed the the extra few days. Yeah, off. you 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 get a, a, a essentially a, a pseudo bye week because of how the the circumstances played out. Coach Simon did a great job of identifying what was going on and gave the guys those three days consecutively Closing off as down well. Practice for a little bit, Absolutely, yeah. man. So that helps them out a ton. And now you're going to be coming back to a very favorable situation. 
which typically isn't the case out there by typically out there by you're like man this team is that we're going against they been playing they're, they're healthy they're ready to go we got to go from zero to now 100 whereas man they're going to be at a, a, a huge advantage both personnel wise and preparation wise because remember the Steelers they were still able to come in the facility they were still able to meet now they obviously shut it down what they technically didn't shut it down they just told the guys you don't have to come in so you could rest up right but they were still able to do the things they needed to do to prepare themselves to play whereas Baltimore has not been in their facility since uh, last Tuesday morning so with that I, I feel even more confident now man so this is like I said great situation for the Steelers Ravens updated COVID list Holy, they just Mo- updated? No, 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 no. I mean, uh, as oh, of this morning. Because oh, I, got all, morning. I got all 23 names for yeah, you. Yeah, you yeah, ready, yeah. man. Because that's, that's where I was, you know, uh, yeah. as of this morning. Yep. Um, Two quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson and uh, Trace McSorley. Two running backs, Ingram and Dobbins. Their fullback, Ricard. Their stud tight end, Mark Andrews. One wide receiver, Willie Sneed. Four offensive linemen. Uh, and the four offensive linemen, DJ Fluker, yep. he's re- he replaced the guy that got injured when we played in the first go round. Yep. Uh, I believe three of those four are starters. Yeah, on the DJ Fluker, line. Uh, Matt Skura, and yep. in the center, uh, Patrick McCarry. McCarry, yep. yep. Uh, five defensive linemen, including Calais Campbell. Mm-hmm. Uh, three outside linebackers, including Matthew Judon and Parnell McPhee. And Jalen Ferguson, who's <laughs> another guy who's been rotating well in there. Too. Like, these are starters slash. Big time first guy off the bench mm-hmm. players. Like, this is uh, nuts, man. Three corners, not the two big name guys in Humphreys right, and right. Peters, but pretty much everybody else. Well, and Tavon Young, he's a guy yeah. that does play on that yeah. defense. He, like, when you do your sub package, your diamond nickel package, he's the guy that comes in, man. Yep. And then, like you mentioned, the long snapper, Cox. Not Fletcher Cox. Yeah. Different guy. Uh, but your long snapper, which we know is always an issue. That's, uh, you talk about the kind of constraints yeah. of not being able to bring guys in off, you know, off the street, you right like there. we say. That's a very specialized position that you don't yeah. have. It's not like you have backup long and, snappers and, and on the roster. People sometimes confuse this. They feel like, well, if you have a regular center, they can do long snapping. Center snapping Way and different. long snapping is two. That's like I got this the seven foot post up guy. He shoots the basketball. And I got Steph Curry. He shoots the basketball. Yes, technically they both shoot the ball. But drastically different in terms of how the shot is shot and how it works. You know, one being a three-point mm-hmm. and one being a layup. Right, right. When you're talking about <laughs> long snapping versus a snap from a center to a quarterback, it's night and day. Night and day, man. I mean, just the timing of we talked about when we were dealing with some of the protection issues with our field goal block team. Yes. And how we said yeah. – the timing takes away a ton of the other stuff because just on personnel alone, you're at a disadvantage sometimes. So when you're talking about not having your long snapper, that is is massive. <laughs> no, it, it absolutely is. And Which 100- is why I love it, baby. I love, 100%. Well, I love it. I don't feel sorry for him at all. Uh, no, we are not. We are, we are playing the world's smallest violin we over here. We do if, not if you, care. If you can't hear it. In the we back. do not care. We do not care. This is how uh, we feel, man. We have a tweet from Adam Schefter. He tweeted us? 60 seconds ago. Directly to the show? He should be sliding in those DMs. Yeah. Adam Schefter has tweeted. you making me nervous. Broncos COVID test came back negative today. Good, uh, good. I had to wind you up there a little bit. No well, new like, news. All right, no new news. But you know I saw that Adam Schefter well, tweet if notification. I'm, if, I'm Denver, I, oh, if I'm Denver, I don't even care about your COVID list anymore. After you made me go out there and play that game yesterday <laughs> with that situation. <laughs> Holy cow. Shout out to the God fact. God bless that quarterback. Shout out to the fact the first quarter, it low-key looked like they were going to make it interesting. It did. 
which I feel like says a lot more about the other quarterback situation as well. Yeah. But still, it was still, if I'm Denver, I'm like, bro, don't talk to me about COVID. Like, y'all don't, yeah, I, I have zero to, to deal with any of y'all right now, man. So we're keeping an eye on developments today throughout the show. Uh, we got some tweets rolling in. We'll start to get to those on the other side. We've got some questions about snow games. We've got some uh, information, some some lingering reports potentially about could the game get just moved back a day to Wednesday. Uh, we'll get to all this stuff on the other side. Keep those tweets rolling in at Wesley Euler at the body 52. The body. He's Arthur Motes. I am Wesley Euler, and this is the Steelers Blitz on a Monday that feels like a Friday in a way and Saturday because the Steelers play tomorrow. I don't know. We're figuring out the, figuring it out together right here on SNR. We do not care. We do not care. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. You know what the uh, the build-up to this Steelers-Ravens game reminds me of, Motesy? What's up? You know that song? I don't know if it's like proper to call it a nursery rhyme or whatever, but I think you'll know what I'm talking about. Mm. It's like... um. This is the song, this is the song, this is the song that never ends. Yeah, I'm it goes with it. on and on, my friend. Yeah. Like this I'm is familiar. this is the game. <laughs> this is the game that never ends. This is the show prep that never ends. I mean, I literally we talked about this off air. We said, man, I, I feel like we just come in with the same notes and just update the players that aren't playing. <laughs> we could have just done like different ends and outs yeah. on each segment and then played back the show from Wednesday. Just, just take out fit. anything dealing with Lamar and we're good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Arthur Boats, we got some tweets rolling in. Steeler Nation has questions, of course, and and I'm. Why wouldn't they? I mean, this is all a uh, a whole new world for all of us here, obviously. Uh, May wants to know, does anyone know what the NFL's protocols are that would trigger a game's cancellation or postponement? For instance, what's the threshold on number of players or personnel who would have to test positive? Is it a number of continuous days when there are positive tests? It seems like the NFL is making decisions arbitrarily and on the fly, creating so much confusion amongst t- amongst teams and fans alike. Well, honestly, the, that's been the reason why people have been upset. That's there have yeah. been a rhyme or reason. We've seen scenarios where it's been outbreaks and they reschedule. It's been scenarios where there have been outbreaks and they just let guys go out there and play. Um, there used to be a rule, and I thought that was going to be um, activated here, where you have to have a certain amount of healthy offensive linemen active to even play in a game and technically Mm -hmm. the Ravens aren't going to be able to have that but they haven't said they would move the game so that's why for me I I just kind of felt like that (laughs) it doesn't really make a lot of sense because for for a fact I want to say you have to have seven active line or six it's either six or seven lineman active on game day I want to say a seven though if I remember correctly because the whole thing is when you have an injury or two out there you have to be able to put a guy in there to make sure the game is still played yeah right now with the Ravens they're they're, they're flirting with not having that right so how how does that work but they have not once talked about potentially canceling the game due to that and that's the thing too right if because because I said this before we went to break that 
uh, it's been talked about. Our, uh, Ray Fittipaldo from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette um, was tweeting about the possibility of them moving the game back to Wednesday. Mm-hmm. But Motes, if it's everything that we just described, is, is 24 hours really going to make that? Like, at what point does kicking the can down the road are you just wasting time? Right. And the thing is this, after nine consecutive days, which it stands today, if they were to have another positive, that would mean 10 consecutive days of having a positive COVID test. That's a lot of days. I mean, <laughs> consecutively. That's the thing, too. It's not like we're just saying throughout the year. We're saying consecutively. Right, right. So moving it back another day, you're, you're essentially, like you say, you're kicking the can, but you haven't got to the root issue just yet. I mean, when we talk about the, the contact tracing, a lot of that is okay. Once we feel, once we realize, hey, this is where the positive came from. No one else is testing positive. These guys are just in close proximity. That's a different scenario. But right now, we haven't even been able to get to that stage just yet. So, yeah, it's it's no rhyme or reason right now, man. It's crazy though. And I thought even with the timing, but the timing doesn't even matter because we saw even with Denver. The whole scenario and how that played out, and right. I mean that was a shorter window than what we have right now. But such is life right now with the NFL, man. I I don't know their motives. I, I don't. At first, I thought the motives was they want the extra playoff game. Now I, I don't know. Yeah, because it, it's no rhyme or reason to anything they're doing. And that's you know what Steelers fans are frustrated. Steelers fans are angry, and I completely understand that. Motsi, if they add in another playoff team, whew, I think you're mad now. Right. You and I might not be able to do shows for a few days because we might not be able to get to the building down here because there's just going to be riots and chaos and anarchy I said, I said in the streets. Between, between Pittsburgh and Kansas City, they, oh. they will be burning places. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. Trying to take away our first round bye. Right. You're trying to let the Ravens backdoor into the playoffs. You, you do this awful Baltimore. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it's and again, you know, May was the one who asked the question there. That that is the chief most reason. <laughs> Chiefs. Wait that, a minute. That is that is the biggest reason for frustration. Is that inconsistency? And like Moats and I have talked about many times uh, since the offseason. I mean, we were talking about this back over the summer before training camp even started. The NFL has had more time to get this right than anybody else. Absolutely, man. Zero excuse. And and and, and Okay, I know that they, they play a game on Monday and they play a game on Thursday. And we found out today, I don't know if you saw this, they're going to play games on Saturday at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. But the NFL plays one day. I mean, you know what I mean? The, the 90% of the games are one day a week. It's the smallest sample size. It's not baseball with a normal 182-game season. It's not the NBA or the NHL where it's best of seven playoffs and 82-game seasons. It's 16 games on a week-to-week basis, and they there is no, like May said, there is still no clear guidelines. There is still, still no clear cut-and-dry direction. And that's, I mean, not just Steelers fans. That's frustrating for football fans everywhere. Yeah, man, because the thing is you would just ex- you, you would anticipate the NFL as a whole with all the money and all the resources there was allotted to them that they would have had a very – you know, functional and uh, a sense that they implemented some common sense, has some structure to it. But right now we just have not seen it. No. And when you're talking about week in and week out, it kind of being all over the place. This was, even though they're not the same, this is the issue that people had initially with Roger Goodell with the fines, right? How this guy can get fined seven grand for something. Another guy get fined 50 grand for the same thing. You're just kind of like, well, why? What's, what's right. the difference? Both of the actions were the same. 
What, what, why, why is this so much more you than see that? The, the Saints get a big fine for having a, a, a post game in the locker room with no celebrating masks. with no mask. But then you see, <laughs> this is nonsense. I mean, they. they I mean, like, you could go on get, the field after the game and shake their hands with no mask, and it's fine. But if you're and, in the locker room celebrating with the guys you get tested with every with day, the guys with, that you're going to be riding on the plane with in a few, like it, that it, makes, it makes zero sense, man. That makes absolutely no sense to me because. No, no, no. You you got you play on the field with no mask. You come off the field on the sideline, you got to have your mask on. Mm-hmm. The coach is around you every day. He has to have his mask on at all times, though. Arthur Motes, you know. But you're getting tested every day with these same people. You know, I'm not I'm not trying to snitch here. Uh, did, did, weren't the Steelers celebrating in, in Baltimore in the locker room after the game? Yeah. I don't remember. We, we, si- uh, I don't remember. Si- Wait, I've said too much already. I'm not trying to snitch here. It's just, it, but again, that's just that's the maddening yeah. inconsistency. It, it like it, it feels right. Like a lot of these teams that we know have, and, and and again, I'm not doing the whole pointing fingers thing, but teams that we know have broken protocol, right? Mm-hmm. There's there's been instances out there with the Titans. There's been instances out there with the Raiders. Teams that we know have broken protocol and have been fined for it. It's like the Saints are getting just as big a slap on the wrist for for, for being yeah. in the locker room together without masks on. It's it, crazy, man. It doesn't add up. Our entire lives, particularly in sports, right? Like. We've been led to believe, Arthur Motes, that two plus two has always equaled four. <laughs> you know? Only but, with sports does it have to be fair. But 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 this year's two plus two has equaled four sometimes. It's equaled three. It's equaled five. It's equaled seven. It's, they've thrown a division or a multiplication sign in there, and all of a sudden, you know, we're doing more math. It, I get it. If you are pulling your hair out through all this. I'm glad you get it because I don't. Uh, well, I, I'm just over I, here. Just, I get that we don't get I, it. I, I'm just rolling. <laughs> I, I just... I'm just working on being adaptable. I yeah. feel like I should just be putty right now because I'm just, oh, we're going this way. All right, we'll form it up that way. Oh, we're going that way. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll go back this way then, man. That's yeah, that's where we are right now, man. Now, see, this is another um, question, idea that I've seen emerging the last few days, and I think that's only going to continue um, as we get more and more into flu season here and, and as this pandemic continues. Uh, Steel City G at we got a couple of Steel Cities that tweet us. This is a mm-hmm. different one. Okay. This is not Steel City Champs. This is ah, okay, this okay. is Steel City GF. Hmm. Um, at this maybe point, maybe it's the girlfriend. <laughs> it's Steel City Champs' girlfriend. Yeah, you never know. No nah, profile picture looks looks like a guy. Oh, well, never mind. maybe GF is initials. That's enough speculation. Uh, Steel City GF tweets, at this point, you can only assume it's going to get worse before it gets better. I agree. Mm-hmm. Should the NFL do something like pause everything for two weeks and quarantine all players before starting again or doing something before the playoffs? Something has to be done. I agree that something has to be done, but I don't think that's the answer. I've seen a lot of that the last few days. Arthur Motes, if you're a Jacksonville Jaguar or you're a Cincinnati Bengal or you're a New York Jet and you have two weeks off, what's your incentive to behave? And that's just three teams. Well, my thing was this. If you're an L.A. Charger. Th- this is the thing. Two weeks off doesn't make it go away. It just flattens it. It's no different than when we initially took two weeks to stay home, right, to flatten the curve. We're still here. Yeah, because when you get out of that two weeks, what do you do? Oh, well, the numbers are down. We can go back to doing what we want to do. It's fine. Yeah, let's let's drop our guard. And now before you know it, we're back to ground zero. So you could take these two weeks off, and then the NFL will do what they've been doing. They'll post statistics. Man, we low COVID numbers, man. We haven't had a positive test in two weeks. Now we're good to go. Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 lower these procedures a little bit, and it'll be right back here. So yeah. I, I don't think that helps either. It just that seems like flirting with disaster. 
It, it does. I Yeah, because it's going to lower your guard because the numbers are going to tell you one thing, but we're going to forget the reason why the numbers are telling us that is because we're not doing anything for the two weeks. And then when you get back out there, you're going to operate one way, but we're just going to be right back where we left off at. It doesn't more, help anything. Like, more realistically, I think a postseason bubble is the way. Yes, I agree with that. But, man, they're starting. Moats, we're getting closer. This Uh-oh, is- we got an update. You ready? Do we? Just Northwestern and Minnesota uh-huh. cancel their game. Got you back. It's all good. There we go. We're just gonna wind each other up all day. <laughs> Northwestern and Minnesota has been canceled. Well, that's good because Northwestern got found out as frauds this past Saturday, uh, and they don't want that to continue. He's a hater. You know, everybody. Everybody knows how much I just love the Big Ten. Um, what were we just talking about? You see, you got me. You made me chase this shiny yes. silver object. I can't do it. Uh, bubble, bubble, and, and two yeah. weeks off in those Post-season ideas. Postseason bubble, yes. Buddy, I, I know t- tonight and tomorrow is still week 12, but, I mean, we're knocking on the door of week 13 here. The postseason is right around the corner. Yeah. I mean, tomorrow is December. Depending on if you're listening to this podcast or this show back, it might be December by the time. Seriously, you're, By man. the time you're, if you, if you catch this on loop on the West Coast tonight or something, it might be December by the time you're hearing this. They're running out of time. They are they, they, the one thing that they cannot do. Arthur Motes is continue to kick the can, continue to drag their feet, and it feels like that's what the National Football League is set on doing: is is continuing to to drag their feet and kick that. I can. agree, and, and I do think that it's going to hurt the NFL in the long run because the not even just from a COVID standpoint, but the more times you have to put out a product that looked like that Denver Broncos and oh, Saints game. That's another great point that we haven't the, the, even talked the about. The more time you – I mean, you, you, <laughs> thought, you thought that Broncos product looked bad? Look. I can assure you the Ravens product will look worse because it's not just the quarterback. At least Denver had offense and defense around. It was just the quarterback itself was the issue. You're talking about 23 players – a mix of smart, or both starters and role players, key position players, not being out there. That is not good. I don't. Uh, people don't want to pay big bucks to see that. That's not what we watch when we watch the NFL. That's the biggest reason why the AAF, the XFL, and all these Fails. other leagues don't work because the product on the field. We don't want to watch trash football. No, we do not. We don't pay for red zone for trash football. We don't go to sports bars for trash football. We don't pay for whatever you know your, your, your cable service provider was, DirecTV, K, whatever, however you watch the games. We don't do that for for bum product. That's, if that's the case, people would have been streaming XFL like nuts. They would have been streaming AAF, AAL. They would have streamed the original XFL if that was the case. People don't pay for that. Nope. So the more you allow yourself to have those type of games, the, the worse it becomes for you from a rating standpoint because people aren't going to want to tune in for that. Mm-hmm. And especially when some of these games are happening in prime time. I'm like, I don't want to watch this being a Monday night game. I don't want to watch that being the Sunday night game like – you you Tuesday night football is cool if I'm really getting Ravens and Steelers. I don't normally like like normally it'd be great. Even if it was Wednesday, it'd be great. But if you're if you're if you're a casual NFL fan from I, outside, I don't want to tune in to watch RG three with Gus Edwards who might be playing depending on if he's healthy enough or not. And, and who knows what offensive lineman and who knows what receiver. I don't want to watch that. That's not fun. Let me ask you this, Arthur Motes. You say you live in Michigan. You live in uh, Wisconsin. The answer is no. I wouldn't be tuning in. <laughs> not, I wouldn't even be thinking twice about it. The only reason or, I watched Denver yesterday, just to see how bad it was going to look. And I mean, after the, three the series, I was crash. like, I'm yeah. done. Like, this is, uh, is like, abysmal. I think, I think Packers and I think Chargers and I think Seahawks fans, whatever, they'll tune in for the first – 15, 20 minutes. Yes, to see is to it as bad car, as we think it is. To see the car crash. Yeah. And then if it's 10 nothing Steelers or if it's 14 nothing Steelers, 
is going like how we thought, I'm done. They're putting on Netflix or they're no doing question, something bro. else, man. Yeah, no because question. you're right. Like, we love football in this country, but we love good football in this and, country. And this is the thing, too. You can blow out good teams and that still be interesting. People that were uh, – who, who, who does it got blow? Atlanta and, yes. and, and the Raiders. Yes. Even though Atlanta got off and, and, and blew them out, that still was a more entertaining game than Saints – and Broncos, hundred percent. Because you're watching the Broncos, and you're like, at least with the Raiders, you're you you always had that thought. Well, maybe Carr can do something. They still have a chance. Man, we weren't about to sit here and act like Philip Lindsay out of the Wildcat, or or was it Kevin uh, Hinton Hilton yeah. was going to come in and do something. Man, when when I listen, I saw the first throw, and this is this is when I knew it was going to be bad. <laughs> Typically, at the high school level, you'll go through one read. Collegiately, you go through two reads. NFL, you go through three or four reads. My man did not have a read. He got the ball, cocked it back, and just threw it. He didn't look. He didn't. He didn't pat the ball. He didn't make it. His hand was right. He just caught the snap. He looked at you playing five hundred in the backyard with your and friends. Just threw it. I, I said, "Yo, this is nuts!" Screaming I, no, no, no. jackpot and chucking it up. No, no, no. At recess. But, but for me, I, I, I'm sitting here like. Dude, at least if we were playing a pickup <laughs> game right now, I'm going to at least go through my progressions. My man literally just caught the ball, got his hand right, and just threw it. I said, oh, this is this is over. This is disastrous. And sure enough, the game looked just like that. So that isn't good for viewership. People aren't going to want to keep tuning in to see that. And especially at least, okay, Denver is not a prominent franchise. You're talking about Baltimore. A large amount of people tune in to watch the Ravens. We talk about fan bases. People tune in to watch them. That 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 is going to continue to hurt, though, man. If you putting them out there consistently with this type of roster, and then go so forth and so forth with other teams as well as that thing happens, man. I just don't think it's good for the NFL as a whole, man. I don't either. I'm with you. I I don't. I'm not interested in watching those games. Like. I'm 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 just not. And you and I love football. Yeah. <laughs> you played in the league for a decade. I've made a career out of talking about the league. Like th- th- we love this game, but I'm I'm not trying to watch Broncos like Arthur Motes. I tuned in for the first two or three jobs for the car crash, and then it I'm out. It was such a joke, bro. Like it, it, it was I, so bad. Yeah. We got more breaking news here. Oh, all right. Who Juju now? Smith Schuster and Marlon Humphrey. Mm-hmm. They're friends. What we got? Are talking about our best player versus the Ravens' best player in Madden tomorrow night if the game gets canceled. Boom. There, there we, we go. go. I like it, man. But you know what? I don't I even like know if it. I want to watch that either. I would not. I would not tune in. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I don't need to watch other guys play video games. I'll just play. I'll just go play Madden myself. Yeah, that, that's like the new thing, though, man. People like to watch people they play do love games. Watch people play video games. It's uh, weird. You talked about that Minnesota Golden Gophers Northwestern Wildcats, right? Northwestern Wildcats. I think. Yes, I think so. Uh, game getting canceled. 47 COVID cases with the Minnesota football team. That just wow. came that just came across the wow. timeline here. 47 cases. As in 4-7 put together. My goodness. Wow. That's nuts. That, <laughs> Gosh, that now that's, is nuts. Now that's an outbreak. What? Now, now, now that is minute, an hold outbreak. Hold on, hold on. 47, 47 alone. According to the Minnesota Star, 47. In the Minnesota, and now I think that's more than just the players. That yeah, includes yeah, no, everybody no, no, around yeah. everybody around the program. I mean, but, but that's how it operates, though. I mean, yeah, it, it doesn't matter if you're in close proximity, man. We all are involved with this thing, man. Yeah, 
<laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we got a bunch more tweets that we will get to here. Uh, some people want to know our thoughts on Kansas City from yesterday. We'll talk a little bit about those Chiefs, what we saw, how that relates to the Steelers. Obviously, uh, we got it all going on, folks. We've got it all going on. Uh, we're waiting for breaking news or just any news regarding. Up, oh, I see the Steelers logo. Uh, Nothing Steelers new Ravens. yet. Nothing new yet. Okay. We're good. I just looked on the TV and I saw a Steelers logo and a Ravens logo, and I thought, oh no, oh no, something happened. We're getting some breaking news here. Do I tease it right before we go to break? Um, but we're we're rocking along with you guys today. We're here for uh, about the next hour and twenty minutes. We think that the Steelers are going to have a football game tomorrow. But we're still waiting for sure, just like you. And we're trying to kind of figure it all out and parse through it all here as we go. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler. Again, if you want to join in on the conversation, if you've got questions, comments, concerns, reactions, you can tweet us at Wesley Euler at the Body 52. The Body. It's Steelers Blitz on SNR. The Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. It's Wesley Euler. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. A lot of questions that we're trying to find the answers to here on a Monday. Uh, we've got Jens chiming in on the Twitter.com. A little change of pace here, Motsi. But our buddy Thrash in Virginia wants to know uh, your thoughts on the potential snow game tomorrow. And Thrash says he'll always remember Lev Bell going wild in Buffalo in that snow game. Yeah, um, I love snow games. They're, they're fun to play in, man. I think the guys are going to be prepared. Honestly, I don't think there's a scenario, barring some type of catastrophic injury, where Baltimore is going to be able to make this thing competitive tomorrow. It doesn't matter if it's snowing. It can be raining. It could be sunshine. It does not matter. Baltimore, they they just don't have the personnel that's going to be able to match up because for even when we think about what a snow game potentially could mean for the Steelers and how – our elite players are going to maybe take a step back. Sure. Now we're going to have that conversation with Baltimore's non-elite players <laughs> and them taking a step back as well. So, yeah, for, for me, if this isn't a, at least a two-score win, I will be completely disappointed and embarrassed with this team. Like, all, yeah. all of the talk about who's the number one team between us and the Chiefs, all of the MVP, all of that other hoopla – if you don't beat this Ravens team tomorrow night, if the game stays tomorrow night, if you don't beat that team by two scores, the rest of it, man, you, you could throw it out the window. Like I, I don't want to hear any of that because there is zero excuse. This isn't like when we talked about Jacksonville, we talked about the Cowboys where, granted, they had bad players, but they still had a ton of really good players. We said with Dallas minus Garrett Gilbert, we said that offense with C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper – uh, we talked about Zeke and some of these other guys. We say, yo, they got guys that would start for our team right now. Like, they have that. This isn't the case. This isn't even like with Vegas with the Raiders where they couldn't, their defense couldn't practice and they still played in the game. They just had to go without practice. We're talking about no practice and not having those players out there. Yeah. I, 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 
it's zero excuse. It, it, under any circumstance, there there shouldn't be a scenario where this is a close game at all, man. Yeah, and uh, Vegas agrees with you because this is yeah, gone from. I saw it. It's a ten. I saw it at ten this morning. It might move even more because there is zero. Like it was three and a half last week. Like let's be real. RG three is a good quarterback, right? When he was healthy, he was good. Who is RG three scaring right now? We've seen RG three exclusively at quarterback with weapons around him, and we saw how that played out. Yeah. Also, now, yeah. Other than Gus Edwards, right? Name me one dude that he's got. And now we're, we're sitting here, no <laughs> Willie Brown Snead, in the uh, snow. Right. No. No Willie Snead. No Mark Andrews. No J.K. No Mark Ingram. The offense line we already That's said the, the offense line was banged up going into the game right. before COVID. They haven't been the same since now, Ronnie now Stanley Now you're going to take down. out two more starters from an already depleted offensive line, and then take out two more backups from that group as well. Like, there's zero, zero scenario where this should be a closed game. I agree. There, there, it just should not happen. And I don't see it happening, honestly. Arthur Motes, breaking news. Uh-oh. Uh, what we got now? Tomorrow's game between Charlotte and Western Kentucky has been canceled due to COVID issues okay. with Charlotte. All right. Okay. Still okay. waiting. Okay. Still winding up. No, no, no. We're not waiting. We're not waiting. We're going to speak it into existence. Gonna speak. It's going to be played tomorrow. It is going to be played tomorrow. It is going to be played tomorrow. 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock, Hinesville. Beautiful weather. The Ravens, our buddy Brian Backo had a funny tweet. Uh, the Ravens are just going to stay up all night practicing and drinking energy drinks like we all did cramming for finals in college. Hey, it's like that sometimes, <laughs> man. It is like that. That would be 2020. You know what would be you know what would be the most 2020 thing ever, Motsi? Uh-oh. Is that if we get an announcement here this afternoon, right? All good, no new positive tests from the Ravens. Game's on, they're going to practice tonight, they're going to travel tomorrow. And then tomorrow we get like 12 inches of snow. Oh, man. <laughs> so the game has to be canceled because of the weather cuz Baltimore can't get here. Nothing to do with COVID. That, that would be that, the most 2020 thing. Ever. That would be so 2020. That would be the most 2020. Well, I will thing say ever. this, don't even give any ideas because remember you were the one who were uh, I want to say you started talking a little bit about moving stuff around. Uh-oh. And I did see some people start tweeting you about it. So You're I'm saying I got the power to speak these things into existence. I'm just saying, man, I don't want to play with fire. If that's true, Arthur Motes, if I do, if I am wielding such power with great power comes great responsibility but see now you're gonna try and force it and that's where it backfires you can't do it blatantly it has to just happen you're about to be blatant right here well i know it's gonna happen tomorrow night okay um because it can't happen wednesday night okay because my number 11 ranked wvu basketball mountaineers but remember it's a covid 11 so just take that for what it is play the number one ranked gonzaga bulldogs on wednesday night at seven o'clock so if i got my ears at seven and the stillers at eight mozi that's no good so the game's going to happen tomorrow. It's barely going to snow. It's going to be like a little dusting. All right, we'll be just fine. On Twitter, at Wesley Euler, at The Body 52. The Body. Our buddy, me, chimes in with a three-pack of questions as usual. Mm, okay, all right. Um, He says, prayers for everybody who got COVID, speedy recovery. Yeah, absolutely. Steelers and Ravens alike and, and yes. ev- everybody else yes, across indeed, the world man. in the National Football League. Me wants to know, question one, did you put Christmas lights up this weekend? Yeah, anytime after Thanksgiving, man, it's acceptable. So, actually, since yesterday was Sunday, we didn't have a Steelers game. We went and got our tree. Did you? Put it up. Absolutely. We it's thought, beautiful. We thought about it. Yes. You, you a real tree guy? Ah, yes. Oh, yes, see, yes. that's I knew. See, me and you. Yes. Yeah, uh, I think wifey and I are going to get ours this coming weekend. See, but we're the same. We're a real tree family. Got to have the Once real I tree. became a, a homeowner, I feel like that's when you cross over into actually getting real trees. When I was renting, whether it was townhouses, whatever, we will always have the fake tree. Even when I rented a home, we would always wear fake trees. Once I started being an owner, I said, like, that, that's the staple. It's kind of like. It's a very homey feel. Yes, it yes. It, it makes it feel right. It, it really does. I, yeah, I, I love how they smell, too, man. Like, was, you, you smell like, real trees say, versus fake trees, man. 
I'm not one of those. I'm not one of those bougie hoity-toity. You know what I mean? Mm. I'm not like a. Oh, I love this and I love that yeah. and all the holidays, this and all that. But I will say, man, you're right. Like you get home from work, like you leave the house for a few hours, dude, and you come man. back home and you walk in the door, you smell that Christmas tree, that pine. It is mm-hmm. great, and it, it does feel like the holidays for sure. Uh, me, I did not put up Christmas lights this weekend, but my wife did. I, Mozi, I don't know how I scored it, but somehow I lucked out of that one. I like it. See, for me, they they know my job is to help with picking the tree. Mm-hmm. My job is. Down. Are to, you cutting it down, or are you just getting so a real we, one? So we've from done the place? it both. Yeah. So we've done it where I've Same cut it us. down. We've done it where we just buy the real tree. But they know. Okay, I'm going to set it up in the house, and then from there, I only have two ornaments that I put up. I have a custom ornament where it has like me and the family, like all five of us in there, and names, stuff like that. And then I have the star. They know that's what I put on. Other than that, I sit down and my job is to put the, you know, the hooks that go onto the bulbs itself. Oh, yeah. I'm the hooker for the bulbs. And then from there, y'all put it up. So, <laughs> yeah. Somehow I lucked out, but our, our house is merry and bright. Uh, white lights or multicolored lights, Arthur Motes? That's the big question. You know, that I everybody think Wifey wants did to know. multicolor this year. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She switched up the theme. Usually we're always like white lights, very simple in terms of her theme, but she wanted to switch it up this year. So I like it. Yeah. I. I'm trying to think. We usually do a balance, right? Like I, I we do, we do the multicolored outside okay. and then the white on the tree. Mm, okay. I think is how we usually do it. But again, as you can tell, I just my wife takes care of all this stuff, baby. Uh, as, I long, just, as long as it looks nice, that's all I, I, I care about. I just scream and yell at the TV about the Mountaineers or the Steelers or Manchester United, whoever's on, and my wife does all the housekeeping. Uh, question number two for me: Is the National Steeler hatred a little more prevalent than usual this year? The National Steeler hatred? I don't think the hatred. I feel like we are impatient as Steelers fans. We talked about this. We said if our team had just won the Super Bowl, had the reigning Super Bowl MVP, and literally were sitting at 10-1 and one or had just one loss, and we and other people were talking about that team being the favorite or that team having an MVP, we would be losing our mm-hmm. minds. Have some respect. We would lose Watch our the minds. Kiss the ring. And that's what we are forgetting. The Chiefs have one loss, so at least with Ben, when you're talking about Russ and some of these other teams, some of these other players, the caveat is we're undefeated. We're undefeated. We're undefeated. You can't say that. To, I mean, the Chiefs got one loss, and when you look at the teams they've played and how they're doing it as well, you're like, man, if that was us, we would have a problem with that. We would be saying we're disrespected right now. So, no, I don't think that the Steelers have been slighted. I don't think the national media has done us a disservice. I just think that we are impatient, and because of how bad last year was – we want instant gratification yes, right now after 10 games. Too. And it's like, dude, how can we want something instant when these Chiefs team, bro, the past two years have been the best team in football? Like, we've seen that. They've had the best player in football. We've seen that. But while all of a sudden now that we're hot this year, now we want to act like last year didn't happen. We want to act like we didn't see Mahomes go crazy, win a Super Bowl, and still be on a tier this year. We're going to act like that didn't happen. We're going to act like this team didn't return 21 of 22 starters, along with upgrading at one position of one of those starters. We're going to act like that's not happening. So that that's why for me I'm just like, put put yourself in issue for a second and yeah. just think about how you would really feel. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's hatred. Like I no. I, I just think it's like the it, Chiefs are the team that yes. is getting the credit. And like I said, right, you remember I think like a couple weeks, I think it was like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, when when the it was like the Chiefs like barely snuck by uh-huh. Jacksonville or something. No, no, it was Carolina. 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 
and I still had the Chiefs one on my power yeah. rankings, and I got some mean tweets. Like, who cares about week nine, week 10, week 11, week 12? Folks, this is Pittsburgh. You're judged on Lombardi's. Mm-hmm. You're judged on Stanley Cups. You're judged on World Series. <laughs> Haven't seen one of those in a long time. But, like, what, what, what do we care? Like, but, no, sudden, this we, is the thing, though. We care so much about the accolades but, in, but in the middle of the season. This I, is my problem, though. It's a, it, it's a title town. This is my problem, and I say this all the time. For as much as we throw that narrative out there, being a title town, we get real, it's true. real focused on non-title we conversation. Get thin, we get thin Absolutely, quickly, for us yeah. to be only caring about Lombardi's, dude. After three weeks, people were complaining about not getting enough attention, mm-hmm. then not being in the MVP conversation. After three weeks, I'm like, if we only caring about Super Bowl, none of the other stuff should matter. Mm-hmm. But that isn't the case. We don't get talked about enough. We don't. We're not doing this enough, or we don't get that enough. So my question is, which one do we really care about? I understand, and to me, I feel like, yes, you can want both, but sure, sure. I just feel like the real priority if the is, real priority yeah. is what you is what we all say it is, the other stuff should not be coming up like this. And I'll even take it one step further. If the Lombardi is the priority like we say it is, the lack of credit, the lack of respect in regards to these other conversations, mm-hmm. it makes it sweeter if you're standing on the mountain in I February agree. holding up that shiny silver trophy. I agree. Like, it's... It's been a lot. The, the the two Steelers championship, the two Steelers Super Bowls in my lifetime, right, that I was, I mean, I wasn't alive, alive in the 70s, so I was going to say that I was alive to witness and enjoy. Like, I wasn't alive in the 70s anyways. I was 18 when the Steelers won, uh, or sorry, I was a freshman in high school. I was like 15 when the Steelers won Super Bowl 40. I was a senior in high school. I was 18 when the Steelers won Super Bowl 43. Those runs were a lot of fun. That was gr- like in 2005 when everybody ripped the Steelers off. You know, they go from 15 and 1 the year before in the AFC Championship game to they're struggling to they might not make the playoffs and everybody writes them off and then they go on the road and they knock off the Colts and they knock off the Broncos and they knock off the Bengals. Like that is gratifying. You don't think that's going to be like this year times 10? I agree. If, if you're that team in February, despite all the COVID, despite everything that's happened, especially if you're the Steelers. Coming off a year like last year, where all this stuff with the Titans and the Ravens has affected you, and we can throw that fair word around, right? It's going to be more gratifying than ever. The eyes are on that prize to me, not not being able to uh, to get bragging rights on Twitter in November. I agree 1,000%, man. Final question for me, and I like this one. If Sidney Crosby played for the Steelers, what position would he play? <laughs> Now, see, normally, if you would have said any other team, like if Sidney Crosby played in the NFL, I mean, he's a quarterback, right? Like, he's the Is distributor. He he, I think he's a running back, though. He's got that low – you know what I mean? The way he oh, operates in the corners. No, he's got that low – he's like Maurice Jones-Drew out there, uh, baby. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I've I, I played with Maurice Jones-Drew. That, and I've seen Sid in person. No, 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 no. Y'all not doing that to me. He's not tall. I mean, I say he's not tall. He'll be a receiver to me. I think of him as a receiver. I think he's a yeah shifty. Can work in space. Yeah, but I still feel like maybe a middle linebacker. You know, I mean, he'd have to put on some 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 bulk. Obviously. Well, this is the problem. We can't really evaluate his speed. We're gonna be like, oh, he's fast on ice. It's like his ice is <laughs> right, right. different. Right. He's tough. It's hockey. Hockey touch is a little, a little different. It's, yeah. it's all you know. So I'm just like, ah, I, I, I think receiver though, because we know he's an athlete. We know his hand-eye coordination is there, and so that way, I don't know how physical or not physical he really is. <laughs> there, you got some leeway. You could be kind of physical and kind of not physical at wide receiver. You could That's do true. that. 
Whereas if you talk about running back, you talk about linebacker. Uh, you got to live in the trenches. Like, because I thought about safety. I'm like, I'm, he's not. I don't want to see him one on one in the alley, and he's got to be the reason why we don't give it. Like, he got to make the tackle. Like, I, I, I don't want to see that. Nah, that's that's not Sid. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about Malkin now. Malkin is different. Well, that's true. No, 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 no. That, that's, now, that's, he could be Derrick Henry. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's 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 built Russian tough right there. That's that's no games <laughs> played. All right, tough. It, it's levels to that. All right. That's, that's, <laughs> It is. You know this. Built Russian tough. It, all right. You know what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> well, I know exactly what you're talking that, about. That thing don't break. Exactly. <laughs> it does not break, man. It's like Alexander Ovechkin's like an outside linebacker. Seriously, man. Kamikaze out there. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, an hour in the books. Another hour to go. Uh, we'll continue the conversation. We will keep looking for a final answer on this Steelers-Ravens stuff. And, and we'll talk a little bit more about some of the games yesterday, obviously, across the National Football League. We'll do all of that in the second hour. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. This is Steelers Blitz on SNR. Euler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Good afternoon, Steelers Nation. How we doing? I'm feeling hopeful. Me too. I'm ready for some football. I've been waiting for a long time. Arthur Motes, Wessler Euler, hour number two inside the electric factory. Uh, Arthur Motes, the football world yesterday was very much in tune to the, uh, what, I don't know if it was 4 o'clock or, or 4.30 game, but, you know, the the kind of midday game of the week yesterday. The Buccaneers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Kansas City Chiefs. And Motsi was glancing at the TV here. I thought we had bad breaking news. No, 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 no. We're good. We're good. We're good. Just highlights. just highlights of the Chiefs and Bucks game. Uh, that one ends 27 to 24, Arthur Motes. But yesterday, if you really sat down and watched that game from start to finish, which I did, I was looking forward to that all weekend, that game was never close. The result was never in doubt. I agree. Certain games, man, we said – if you just look at the stat or you look at the final score, it will not tell you what actually happened. You watched that Chiefs-Bucks game last night. Even when they made it a one-score game, mm-hmm. it was never any question. Mm-hmm. It was never any concern. It was never any doubt. That's just, I mean, that's how the Chiefs are, though, right now. Bro. They really are. I and, and obviously, I think like a lot of Steelers fans, and I don't know if you did the same thing, but I kind of watched that game last night through the guise of, okay, what are the Steelers going to have to do to beat this team in January? Mm. You know what I mean? See, I was thinking ahead, huh? I was enjoying great. I, was enjoying I mean, I was enjoying man. it too, don't get me wrong, especially when Tom Brady was throwing interceptions and <laughs> with the stank face on the sideline. Um, I came away with two takeaways in that regard. One, I, I, I think is very obvious. They're and that's, that's that <laughs> the Steelers, the Steelers are going are gonna to have to score points. They're going to have to sustain drives. In a, in a potential playoff matchup against Kansas City, mm-hmm. obviously. Two, though, I was encouraged by, man, the Chiefs, they move the ball at will. Like, they really do. Mm-hmm. But they also sometimes, they can get a little loosey-goosey with the ball when they get into the other, when they get into the opponent's half of the field. There's times mm-hmm. where they can freelance maybe a little too much. Yeah. What we know about the Steelers' defense, too, is they have a knack for bending but not breaking at the right time, right? Like on a drive where, he, where they're hemorrhaging yards, all of a sudden they'll find a way to, to turn the other team over mm-hmm. in the red zone. I mean, it feels like we see that almost every week at this point. Yeah. I think that, to me, 
is going to be a big thing if and when this matchup does happen in the postseason. If the Steelers' defense can force a timely turnover or two at the right moment to take points off the board from Kansas City, I think as I'm looking at it now, that's a big X factor if, you know, if we do all get this AFC championship match made in heaven. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure off of that game yesterday, you could point to them struggling in the red zone. I would love to see it over a larger sample size because the thing is they can score at will, as we saw. They moved the ball at will. It was never a situation where we felt that they couldn't score or they didn't have what it took or they didn't have what it would take to score points in the other end. It just looks like it's coming so easy to them right now, and they weren't feeling as challenged, especially – when they would get into that section, I think that plays into it. So that's the only reason I'm not as sold on that just yet. But I'm sure if you want to point to a weakness, that could potentially be something. My only concern was as we look to that and we say, well, hey, man, our defense has been you know, opportunistic in terms of creating some of these turnovers. My rebuttal is that Chiefs defense has been very opportunistic They've done as the well. Same thing. That's true. And for us in Pittsburgh, we've pointed multiple times where we've kind of gotten lucky with – drop picks, tips, things along that nature. Whereas with the Chiefs, their defense has been opportunistic in terms of capitalizing on those errors. So that would be something that I would also look into for us to to be a little bit more concerned about as well. And another thing is this. You said that we would have to outscore them. I don't think that's the way you beat them. Yeah. The way you beat them, you got to play keep away. I look at that, it like you have to su- sustain, you have to sustain drives. the drives. Yeah. And my biggest issue and why we keep preaching about the running game is – that's typically how you sustain those type of drives. The teams that have been able – I mean, the Raiders did it probably the best two times this year in terms of being able to run the ball, sustain yeah. drives, and keep them off the field. That, to me, is the recipe for success. But we haven't seen that necessarily with our offense. We've seen our offense quick strike. We've seen them be able to flip the field with penalties or it's three and out. We haven't really seen – lot of sustainable yeah. 10, 12 we saw plays. It, we saw it in the first half of the Titans yes, game, yes, right? Yeah, we did. That was, right. That's kind of been the the peak of it this season. Yeah. yeah. So that's the only thing that makes me a little bit nervous when you're playing a, game, a team like the Chiefs. I don't want – You can't I do feel, the quick strike yeah, I feel like high-scoring games benefit them largely. 100%. You talk about flirting with 30 or more – that's right. That's what they want to do. They're built for that. You keep them in the twenties, though. Yeah, and now you got a chance. You, and yeah, you got a chance because I mean, with football in general, a, a team will make a mistake. They sure. every team makes mistakes. Sure. That's not just Chiefs, not just Pittsburgh. Every team will make a mistake. But the more you make them have to operate, not saying that they can't, because we've seen them do it. They're a really good team for a reason. They're ten and one for a reason. We're eleven and zero for a reason. We both execute really well in those critical moments. Yeah. But for me, I just don't feel like. Playing that game of, all right, is it more likely that Mahomes and that offense won't be able to score in the red zone? Or is it more likely that we're going to be able to outscore them? I don't like that game because I feel like we're on the short end of the stick with that. No, you're right. And you know what? If this dream matchup does happen, you know, a lot of the conversation will be around the offense. The offense is the offense is Ben, Mahomes, the run game. But I tell you what, you make a good point with the defenses. Uh, I mean, it, to me, that's that, the part that, that could be out, the difference. Man. Two defenses that have a knack for making big plays and big moments, kind of mm-hmm. who blinks first in that regard. That could be uh, certainly an undercovered storyline as well. Well, and the problem, and another thing that I was, now that you said that I did actually think about was, we talk about one of the favorite coverages that the Steelers have been playing this season is man-to-man. Mm-hmm. They play it a lot. Not just on possession downs, they play it a lot. Middle of the field, red zone, Opponent backed up, they play that a lot. 
what did we see yesterday for a fact that you do not want to do against the Kansas City Chiefs? Play cover one. Yep. We saw Tyree Kill single-handedly burst that game open in the first quarter Woo. playing cover one. That boy fast. Now, as much as I love Joe Hayden, much as I love Steven Nelson. They ain't cheetah. We're we not, we not doing that. They're not cheetah. As much as I love Robert Spillane and Vince Williams, and we're going to get to love every Williamson, I don't want to see that man-to-man against Travis Kelsey. I don't want to see that man-to-man against Le'Veon Bell. Uh, I'm still debating if I want to see a man-to-man against Clyde Edwards. I, 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 I'm just that's just just me. <laughs> yeah. And the one thing that they do have that we haven't, in terms of the the other top teams that we've played against, typically their old line has been banged up. We said Baltimore, they're banged up. They they lost two starters. They're down even more now. The Titans, they had just lost Taylor Lewan going into that game. We played them again. Teams that can't protect against us struggle. That's why even with Buffalo, I'm not as concerned because Buffalo's offensive line has struggled due to injuries this year. The Chiefs, on the other hand, they have a really good offensive line. They protect and run block really well. And that, to me, makes me nervous because I feel like we're operating at our best when we're able to get pressure on quarterbacks. The games where we haven't been able to get pressure consistently, now granted it doesn't happen often, but when it has happened – we saw Gary Gilbert and what he was able to look like. To me, I, I just feel a little bit more concerned about Patrick Mahomes having Garrett Gilbert like time to throw the ball because yeah. we saw what he was able to do and we know what Mahomes is. So that to me is my biggest concern with that, just because one of our strengths is going to be going up against one of the things that they do really well, which is protect Mahomes. Yeah. Calvin says we should just be rooting for the Titans to face the Chiefs. Maybe their run game knocks Seriously. them out. <laughs> that, like, to me, honestly, that's my approach. I'm like, as much as everybody wants this Chiefs match, I, I, I don't want that matchup. The whole to be the man to beat the man. And even when you said it at the beginning of the year, I said, I, I don't, hey, I, I, we don't need that. Hey, the Chiefs, I, I, the Chiefs I, I won the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. They didn't have to dethrone the Patriots and exactly. Tom Brady on the way. So, so as much as we, we hyping up and preparing for the Chiefs, I'm like, look, the Chiefs can stumble along the way somewhere else, and I will gladly go the the the, the path of least resistance. Yep. Because <laughs> yeah, winning the Super Bowl, it's about finding the easiest path possible. Trust me, it's the reason why it was hyped up when the Steelers went on the road after the wild card to win it, because it doesn't happen often. <laughs> We've seen a hundred some years. <laughs> it does not happen. It's rare. Are the most, it's they don't rare. ask Hal. They ask it's, Cal It's very many. rare. So trust me. We, Number we, seven. We, we don't they ain't asking Hal. We don't need to go through murderer's road to, to make it <laughs> validated. I don't care if we had the easiest schedule since the inception of football. <laughs> I do not care. As long as the end result is us winning the Super Bowl, that's all that matters. I, I, like, when does style points become a thing? Like, this no, isn't hoping, college. I was hoping in route to the 7th Lombardi, we could play the 72 Dolphins yeah. and then the 85 Bears. They got to say we're the best team ever. No, they don't. And they the, got to say we're Super Bowl And then the 18-1 Patriots. And like, then we'll face the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. How yeah, about that? Like, like no, we, we don't, I don't need none of that. No. <laughs> On Twitter, at West Sealer, at the Body 52. The Body. We'll get to some more of your reaction as the show rolls along. Still no final word. But the word of Motes and Euler, oh, you like what I did there, you know, is that we're playing tomorrow night or tonight, depending on when you're listening to this show, this podcast, this loop. Uh, we'll come back. We'll get to more of your reaction uh, as we roll along here. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, it's Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR.
Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, it's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. The NFL's in the danger zone there, Arthur Motes. I I just, you know, the only thing, I keep coming back to this, I the only thing, and, and part of it is the selfish Steeler fan in me, certainly, because I'm sure if I was a fan of, like, the Jacksonville Jaguars or the, I don't know, Niners or somebody, I, I wouldn't care. In fact, I'd probably think that it was more entertainment. I really don't want to see the playoff get expanded any more than it already is. Like, we're supposed to expand the NFL playoff this year for the first time, Motsi. You know what I mean? Like, it's supposed to go from 12 to 14 this year. I, I don't want to go from 12 right to 16. I agree. And again, I'm, I could, I'm saying this with black and gold glasses. I can admit that because the Steelers have a, a path to the first-round bye, which I think would be a, a nice benefit for this team in a year like this. But I tell you what, I, I don't know. The, the more and more we kind of inch along here, I feel like that is – I don't know if it's an inevitable like Thanos, Motsi, but <laughs> as we come back with an Avengers commercial right there before the break. Um, but, man, it's starting to feel more and more like like a legit possibility. Unfortunately, it is. And granted, our tune could be changing. Say we had dropped, you know, two or three in the next couple of weeks, and we know the one overall isn't as important. I think we will be singing a different tune. But because that is not the case, yes, for a fact, we don't want to see the playoffs expanded. That nope. doesn't benefit us at all, especially right now when we're having a season the way that we're having. And obviously, right. they're saying the same thing in Kansas City because, I mean, typically That's in years true. past, is is you know by this point in time teams have two and three losses so it's just a little bit different man but I mean I do feel like it, it's it's inevitable that's the problem it's we still got what six more weeks <laughs> that, and I just yeah that's the part that just, it, you, there isn't a scenario where it's oh well at least we know once we get past this date we're fine. Or if this happens, we're good. Yeah, it's so right. fluid. There is no. I mean, not even just from a sports standpoint. Even from Everything. a country standpoint, yeah. we're saying we're we're in limbo. Are we reverting back to March time frame, or, or like where where are we going in these next couple of weeks? That to me is the biggest reason why I do think it will happen because it's just no rhyme or reason, and things are still just continuing to trend in the wrong direction right now. <laughs> Like I just, dude, I, I know every everybody is everybody in this country, everybody in the world. Like I'm just so exhausted. Like I'm just so worn out with all this, man. And I don't mean in the sense of like, as someone who's in the Facebook comments screaming that like I'm over the pandemic. Let's just let's just you know get, just get back to life as normal. Like no, that's not a realistic option at this point. There's correct ways to do things and to mitigate a lot of these risks while you can continue to get on with life that's the true answer but like dude i'm just worn out like <laughs> you and i've joked about this before i i did not get into this business to speculate about infectious diseases and pandemics affecting the sports calendar and nfl games and if we're gonna play on tuesday night or could they play on wednesday or the game was supposed to be on thursday and now it's on Sunday. i'm just worn out mozi like i'm just we just had four days off, and that was nice. Four or five days off, that was nice. I'm worn out, man. Like I, the Steelers are ten and zero, and I'm jacked up about the possibilities. Yeah, but like I'm worn out at the same time. Like I just hope, I hope at some point, you know what I mean? Like in July, that uh, June, July, whenever in the springtime, in the summertime, that like we just pick our head up and we're like, oh yeah, like 
I haven't thought about the pandemic in a few weeks. You know, I haven't thought about the political nature of all this in a few weeks. Like, we're just, we're getting the foot, you know, the Steelers are reporting to Latrobe. The sports calendar's getting back on schedule. Like, man, I'm just worn out, man. I'm worn out. <laughs> I thought we'd be coming into work today on a Monday, breaking down Steelers-Ravens. Not doing this kind of same tap dancing routine that we found ourselves doing so much this year. We did say that for football to be played in 2020 amongst a pandemic. Yep. This was going to be the most flexible that not only the players, but coaching staff, media, league as a whole. Everyone's going to have to be flexible. And, yeah, at times it isn't easy. At times you definitely feel like, all right, I'm done being flexible. But such is life in the NFL, man. Oh, I just heard a little Mike Tomlin in there for you. Huh? Such is life in the National Football League. Along with the fact that we do not care. We do not care. Coach! <laughs> we do not care. <laughs> all right, here's what we're going to do. Our our, uh, our our clock, we've kind of been all over the place today. Uh, let's take our last break here. Let's get our clock back on schedule like we always do. Uh, we will round out here. We'll get out of here with some of your uh, your reactions, some of your questions. We've got more tweets rolling in that we've got to get to. We'll leave plenty of time to do that. On the other side, last chance to get him in at Wesley Euler at the Body 52. The Body. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler, and this is Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler wrapping up the show as always with your reaction on the Twitter.com. Before we get to some of these tweets, Motsi, uh, this is life in 2020. Uh, Tom it better Pe- not be no update. Tom Pelissero of the NFL Network tweets, uh, here's where Tuesday's game stands per sources. Uh, if all Ravens COVID tests come back negative this afternoon, the plan is to practice and travel to Pittsburgh tonight. If any more players or Tier 1 personnel, like close contact, you know, like a right, John right. Harbaugh or a, uh, Wink Martindale, uh, the game would most likely be postponed again. That was Tom Pelissero of the NFL Network uh, within the last hour, and then just 10 minutes ago, Aditi Kinkwabala, who we know has connections here in Pittsburgh of the NFL Network as well too, says being told that the earliest today's test results will come back is 4 p.m., so sit tight. Okay. <laughs> Which does coincide with when they said the 5 o'clock initially for Correct. when the players Correct. would be allowed in there. That, those, those, yeah. uh, those kind of, you know, Dots are connecting now, if you yes, will. Yes, indeed, man. Um, but yeah, we, you know, I, I believe it was Tom Petty who once sang, "The waiting is the hardest part." And Arthur Motes, that's all we could do at this point. <laughs> Patience is a virtue. <laughs> Find comfort in resting. That's what we're doing right now. Steel City Champs on the Twitter.com said this weekend without Steelers football was about as shocking and as hurtful as watching Nate Robinson hit the mat on Saturday night. Sleep! Lord have mercy. And Motes, that's just that's oh, how you know man. how starved we are for entertainment oh, in this country. That, and, and Nate Robinson and Jake Paul was what everybody was talking about. And Mike Tyson and Roy Jones, 51 and 54. Like, we really people really pay pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. To watch Nate. In a fight where they weren't allowed to knock each other out. It was crazy. And Nate was breathing so hard. <laughs> oh, 
Oh my god, that was so funny. <laughs> that, that's that's twenty twenty for you. Along that with having like rap in concerts nutshell. in between each fight, it was unheard of. Never seen it before. <laughs> Snoop Dogg, he's busier now than he's ever been in his life. Man's got like sixty different jobs. Ain't that the truth? Uh, you know what I need? I need Snoop Dogg and Pat McAfee on a football broadcast before I die. That, that's not gonna work until NFL is broadcast on XM. Okay, <laughs> or, or pay-per-view football well, games. That's you know not the way it's going to work, You they're doing those day-after Christmas games on Twitch or whatever. Yeah, Can we well, get McAfee well, that, and Snoop that, on that, Twitch? Yeah, may, maybe something like that. But it, it's, That's Snoop, R-rated on Twitch. Snoop not family-friendly. I mean, you're right. Snoop he's, for a fact not family-friendly. <laughs> McAfee toes that line, too. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> uh, Randy tweets here, uh, wants to know if we remember travel uh, in the NFL being a factor in games being played. Randy says, I can't remember a game being canceled because a team couldn't get somewhere. No, we, we had to move our game. Not can not we, canceled. We, we but moved our No, we moved the game and we played the Chiefs in the I was playoffs. Say, yeah, um, the uh, divisional round. Absolutely. We moved Her, the, we moved like, the game a, I want to say we moved it up a day, up. didn't we? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's Absolutely. happened. There's been games like in the Carolinas and in Florida's that yeah. have gotten moved because of hurricanes. There's been times I think even Motsi where Say it was supposed to be, I don't know, the Denver Broncos versus the Miami Dolphins, mm-hmm. and there's hurricane. So they play the game yes. in Denver instead yeah, of they, in they've Miami. Done that. They've done things like that, but I don't think one right out canceled. And remember, yeah. uh, in the Super Bowl era since 1960, mm-hmm. there hasn't been a forfeit in the National Football League. Right. So they're trying to keep that. They want every game to be played. Yeah. Well, and then also something that they had revealed too with the forfeits, they were saying that as much as, I mean, fans holler for forfeits, players don't want it because you don't get paid. If you take the forfeit, that's another thing as that well. That is absolutely another yeah. thing. Yeah, so, that's what thirteen million dollars in combined absolutely. game checks. Absolutely, that's a lot of money. So I, I know everybody's over here forfeit, forfeit, forfeit. That's a lot of cheddar. It, 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 and remember, not everybody's making big Rob, Ben Roethlisberger money. Not everybody's making Vince Williams money. There are a lot of minimum rookie, minimum veteran guys from a pay scale. They need the, them checks. The, quarter, <laughs> the quarterback for the Broncos made thirty three grand on his yeah. on his game check. Yeah. yeah, he's not making Ben Roethlisberger not, money. Not at all. And then don't forget, you're only seeing half of that because of taxes. And right. then you add in your agent fees and so forth, yep. cost of living. And then you know different. you got to file your taxes in different states. A little you, bit different because you man. work in different states, so everybody's bit nabbing you. Man. Uh, Randy wants to know. You know, you said you know you were talking about Mozi, how thin they are on offensive line. What are the Ravens going to do? Use some defensive linemen on the O line? No, like seriously, that that's the conversation because that was what I thought was the reason why the rule was in place that you had to have a certain amount of healthy offensive linemen coming into a game. Because now, I mean, yeah, how are you going to protect these guys out here? I mean, if you're Bud and TJ, this is a stat game, baby. <laughs> this is a stat game. You, hey, TJ, you want to get defense play of the year? You need two or three of them things this this tomorrow night, baby. Get two or three of them things, man. Change the conversation. Mozi, that will do it for today. We made it. Now so again, far. <laughs> you know, like by the time we get home today, I mean this this whole episode could be null and void and we could have it's a, all an good. announcement. We, we, that we, rocks are, everything, we already got it out there. As long as we were on the front of it, we're good. We are on the front end yeah, of it. Yeah, you just gotta get it out ahead of the time. Then we can react afterwards, but if we didn't have this out there That's true. and they moved it That's now, right. we're stuck. That's right. Um we a uh, little change up tomorrow. Um, you'll still hear us here at this normal time, uh, but we're going to have another one of those in the locker room Steelers blitz crossovers. Uh, so we'll be with Wolf, the Wolfman, Craig Wolfley uh, on ESPN Pittsburgh and here on SNR from 10 to noon. And then, like I said, if you are you know someone who listens on your lunch break or at a certain time every day, don't worry because that will be getting played back. But a little uh, a little crossover the next two days with Craig Wolfley. Uh, so we'll be all over the place. But you 
will hear from us for sure uh, as we get ready for Steelers-Ravens, as we break down Steelers-Ravens as this week rolls along. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, so we'll talk the ends tomorrow, high noon and 10 a.m. as well, or whenever, depending on where you are. <laughs> and as always, you know where to find us. It's on your 24-7, home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio.